Alright, um, how's it going everyone? I uh, hope you guys are all doing well and staying safe. Welcome back to Coffee with Connie. Um, I believe this is 10th or 11th episode, so thank you guys for staying with us for so long. I'm super excited to get into this. I have my boy Jack Leeson on. How are you doing? What's going on? I'm doing well. How are you feeling after the... We were talking about it earlier. How are you feeling about the e-con test this week or last week when we got the grades back this week? Not good. Not yeah. good at all. Yeah, I'm not feeling too great. It's going to be a grind for the rest of the semester, I feel like. Yeah, a little wake-up call. Yeah. It's a learning opportunity, though. <laughs> yeah. For sure. <laughs> Do you have any other, like, business prereq classes going on, or did you finish for them? I, all my prereqs are done, but I'm in Busy 407 right now. Um, oh, so shoot. Yeah, okay. accounting. Uh, and it's, like, it's not really going well. Like, I got an 89 on the exam, but that was with a 15-point curve, so, like, I actually got a 74. But, like, she gives a ton of extra credit, and, like... It's going to be an easy A, but, like, I, I don't really have a great grasp on it, but that doesn't totally matter. So, yeah. <laughs> so we're chilling. Who teaches that? Um, It's Professor De La Parra. So oh, is she? Like, okay. She's, I think she's, like, relatively new. But she was also, she represented Mexico for, like, chess tournaments, like, world. Like, <laughs> I don't know. She was talking about it today. She just, like, humble brag, like, was just like, yeah, so I competed, for, like, against other countries while representing Mexico. For, uh, and she's like a, I don't know what they're called, Grand Master or whatever the, the like highest rank is. But yeah, she's kind of a beast. Um, is she like younger or older? She's younger. She's probably oh, okay. in her like late 20s, most likely. I don't really know. I got you. Yeah. So you like just got, probably just got out like MBA or something yeah. like that. Yeah. <laughs> That's that. Um, we yeah. can talk about like how we met, how we're friends, and you know, how we know each other. Uh, yeah, so... Um, we have a bunch of mutual friends uh, that we, we kind of just met through Delta Sigma Phi, um, this fraternity that we're both in. Um, but I on our like first like recruitment day, we were just hanging out um, <coughs> and meeting people. And I was like, I think I like recognize a few of these people. And it was like a bunch of my friends. Not we we just like knew of each other really in middle school. Um, we were on different like tracks, so like different sections of the grade, I guess, because a lot of places don't do year round. But um, yeah, so I like I was like, oh, I think I know these kids, and then like I kind of like met you through them, uh, and then we started started hanging out. Um, yeah, that's pretty much. Yeah, it. who who got you interested in Delta? Was it Hunter? Was it no? Uh, it was actually my neighbor is an alum, so he's like oh, I got yeah, you. He's like I'm pretty sure he's a treasurer for like national like. like the headquarters or whatever like i don't know i know he's still involved in like um like the big picture stuff with like nationals not just unc delta sigma phi but he was like over the summer we were we were actually at the pool and he was like um asking me what i thought of greek life and i was like no that's probably not really my my speed and he was like well then this is kind of perfect because we're not like a typical fraternity so he gave me like the whole pitch on like it actually being like an educational experience and not just like partying and and mixing and that kind of stuff, um, and I th- I thought that sounded cool, so I Wait, gave it a shot. So did he know like Mike? Yeah. Oh, so yeah. He knew. Were Mike. they like the same class or was he? No, I don't think so. Um, I don't really know for sure, but I know that they they know each other really well now. Um, yeah, just as alumni. I got you. But yeah, no. So me and Jack. So Jack went to. They're just from my hometown. We're both from the same hometown, but. Uh, I didn't know him in middle school because I wasn't at Heritage in middle school, and then he went to boarding school in high school. So it was cool, like seeing you, because you know, like you kind of knew like the Jollies, and mm-hmm. you know, like one of my neighbors, Jack Jack Boyles. Yeah. So 
Yeah. Uh, definitely from the heritage area. So, um, I guess we, as we're moving on, like to high school, you know, you leaving like freshman year for a boarding school is, you know, not the typical high school experience compared mm-hmm. to others. And so, a lot of my guests have talked about, you know, their high school experience being at either like public or private but like also being in like the Raleigh area but I would love to hear about your experience just in general yeah so I kind of followed my older sister there she got recruited to play hockey and like I played hockey and a bunch of other sports but um I didn't I didn't go for that uh she just really liked the the different type of like schooling instead of having 35 kids in your class you'd have like maximum 13 like the whole school was 310 kids I think um so, like, it was just a, a whole different type of education. And then, like, being on your own as well, like, at that age, um, like, you, you you were living in dorms, like, taking care of yourself, basically. Uh, there was a lot of guidance, obviously. We're only 13, like, coming in as freshmen. But um, you had to, like, mature a lot a lot quicker. But I really liked it. Um, I Like, I grew up with four sisters, so, like, it was kind of the first time living with some guys uh so like i think it was 20 something 23 people in our entire dorm uh and so it was just like having a sleepover with your best friends every night yeah yeah. at 13 14 years old like i was kind of like i never really was homesick at all because i was just so excited to like be in this new environment taking classes like and you're 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 forced to play and not for like you have to do something after classes every day so you either like you join the play, you do art, but like most people pick a sport. Um, so you're these same guys that you're living with, you're also doing school with, doing homework with, working on projects and like playing and like competing with each other. Um, so it was just a super awesome experience. And after those four years, like I look back on it and I like, I, I don't regret it at all. Like a lot of people are like, it was prep school. Cause it kind of has this connotation, like this reputation, like a prep yeah. school, like, Oh, you're a prep school kid? Like, yeah, I bet Yeah, I bet you got yeah, that all get, the time. Yeah. I get that all the time. Like, it all, it's, it's this joke I always say, like, when someone says that, I'm like, yeah, I went prep. Like, it's like the... <laughs> yeah, no, the I, most, I get what you're like, saying. I would yeah. do an academy, like, yeah. middle school. It's like, oh, you yeah. went to Franklin Academy. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. So you're like, yeah, I went prep. But well, What was the school called? <laughs> the Gunnery. The it's Gunnery, called, It's okay. called the Frederick Gunn School now. They changed okay. it, like, my junior year. Or I think my senior year, either way. Um, but, yeah, I, I really liked it. Um, it was it was a good time. I got to meet some of my they're gonna be lifelong best friends of mine. So yeah. So did you go in there like with the intent like you go there to play hockey or did you just go? Well, yeah. So it it is like it's known as a hockey school. So like lacrosse is also really big there. Like kind of all these small New England prep schools, hockey is like a really big thing. And like going in, I was five. Like I had played hockey my whole life. I had played AAA growing up, but once like it became like physical contact like hitting started i knew like i wasn't gonna go anywhere with like i I was five foot going into freshman year same like 89 pounds something like that so like i played jv it was still really competitive i I had a great time but like the guys that were recruited to play varsity were like they were real like big time um so yeah I, i didn't play varsity hockey i played jv but uh golf i actually like really got into my freshman golfer, yeah. yeah. My freshman year, I was rocking like close to fifty. I was probably around like a forty-seven to forty-nine range, like on average. And then sophomore year, like I just got really good. Like I was probably like a two or a three handicap, and like Dang. my we we would play nine hole matches, not eighteen. So we'd like travel around Connecticut just playing these different courses. And my my best nine hole round was against our rivals Canterbury, and I went two under. 
Okay, that that was sick. My boy was cracked. Yeah. So like I was I was the starting like I was number one on the golf team my sophomore year. Uh, so that was like I kind of like fell into it because like I said I didn't I had played hockey my whole life. Um, so that was like my spring sport. Hockey was my winter thing, and then uh, in the fall I just played soccer because that's what like a lot of the people that just have nothing else to do. Like if you're an athlete, you kind of just naturally pick soccer. Um, so that, yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. Did you all have like football by chance? We had eight man football. So oh, yeah, tackle was, or flag? Tackle. No, yeah, oh, it, was sure, t- okay. it was like full on football, but with eight players, not eleven. So we were like, we, okay, we were yeah. decent. Like they, we did like Friday Night Lights. Like it was, it was, it was pretty fun, fun to watch. So it was like the most popular in main sport hockey though. Yeah, hockey. Yeah. So like definitely. hockey over football. Yeah. No, okay. Hundred percent. Football was like the least popular, probably. Like basketball yeah, also. Like I can see we that. were not known for either because like it's kind of like a southern thing. Like these big public southern schools like football, baseball, basketball. Like obviously the main three things. But like you go to a New England prep school, it's like hockey and lacrosse are the two, two real um, like big popular sports. That's interesting to hear about because, like, I mean, obviously the South, but college in general, you know, a lot of emphasis on, like, basketball and football. Mm -hmm. So the most fans would pop out to hockey games, though? Yeah, yeah. And it's, like, it's because the school's recruited so heavily for them. Like, kids weren't going to a prep school. Like, if you were sick of – I mean, there were some, like, really good basketball schools. But it was really, like, when it came to recruiting, it was, like, all for hockey and lacrosse. So, um, like, we still had – if there was nothing else going on, yeah, we'd get a ton of fans to go out to football games and like we actually our baseball team was really good. One of my one of the kids I I like grew up with or uh, like since freshman year, like I I've known him for 4 years. He he got drafted by the Dodgers. I don't know for sure. Okay. But he's yeah. like he's nasty, like super good. <laughs> so he he was drafted to the ML to the MLB like from a, a prep school, which like it, it did happen, like but it it was funny cuz like the I don't know how to say it. Like the, the lower end of the team was like the lo- like could barely throw a ball. But then you'd have like this oh guy, yeah, like, his name's Mike. He he was like throwing ninety eight as a saw as a junior or whatever That's like insane. across the diamond. Like I think he played outfield and third. I don't know what he did, but he was he could throw really hard. That's all I know. Yeah. <laughs> and he could crank home runs. Yeah. <laughs> so did like most of the guys you live with play hockey too? Yeah, with you? yeah. It was a lot okay. of yeah. Um. So you had like. It's honest, honestly, like, hockey kids were, like, their own, like, clique. Like, I'm sure it was the same, like, in high school, like, the football players all yeah, stayed together. Yeah. But, like, it was different. Like, hockey players, like, only talk to other hockey players, and that's it. Like, I was on JV, and still, like, you were considered, like, beneath them. Like, they're the cockiest people on the planet. Like, obviously, you'd have some kids that were chill, like, they would hang out with you. But, like, 90% of them were just, like... Can you swear on this? Like, yeah, go ahead. They're ass, just ass, <laughs> yeah, ass. Like, go ahead. Just like massive pricks, like really bad. Yeah. So like uh, they're just known for being douchebags, but like they didn't care because they only cared what like each other thought of each other. Like they only cared what their group thought. So like they just saw themselves as like above everybody else. Yeah. No, my uh, my little brother is a lax kid now, and I love him to death. But gosh, he's yeah. a cute dickhead sometimes. Yeah. yeah exactly. And it was just like that. I'm just like, oh my gosh. Thinking back on it, it's just hilarious. Cause like, my grade was so like there were different. Um, so like you'd have heavy recruiting years. So like my freshman year, not a lot of kids were recruited for hockey, and like we actually ha- had a lot of baseball kids come in. Um, like a lot of my best friends are were baseball kids, but 
I think it was my junior year or something. Like, we had a lot of, like, hockey kids come in. So it would kind of rotate. Like, you'd have an on year and off year for, like, recruiting for hockey and lacrosse and stuff like that. Um, and yeah, I forget what I was saying. What, what was the original question? Uh, honestly, I, I forgot. <laughs> I forgot. Whatever. Uh, Just so, continue. So did you, like, um, were you friends with most of the JV guys then since the varsity no, so guys like, were assholes? You, you, were or in, like, you were in a dorm. So, like, when – you're kind of just friends with who you spend the most time with. So, yeah. so yeah, like my friends on the JV team just like happened to be the people that I also was like living with around. Like my roommate played JV hockey with me. Um, like the day students that we had, they play, actually played thirds hockey. Like if you started off, if you just wanted to try hockey, there was a thing called thirds hockey where like kids that didn't know how to skate could go out and play. Oh, okay. So That's cool. Some like, did you meet Goose when he – came and visited no nah, but you're yeah. on the phone with him dude, all the yeah, time bro, dude. I, my mom always says we have like separation anxiety from each other but, like goose is my best friend from high school and he was a day student <laughs> and he played thirds hockey and he would just he actually oh he didn't even play oh no, shit okay yeah. and it was it was hilarious because he's like i don't know he's the funniest person i've ever met in my life but he would like mess with the older kids because have you have you ever heard like how hockey kids talk to each other I like mean, yeah, I've seen use. it on the TikTok, like, the accent. So, yeah. He, he, Old Tilly Jonesy. <laughs> yeah, like, stuff like that. Like, so Goose is, like, this nerd. He's a nerdy-looking kid. Yeah. And he, he would just, like, go up to him and just be like, what's up, buddy? Like, talking in their accent. <laughs> they, they like, kind of loved it. Like, they they fucked with it. So he he was kind of, like, boys with some of them. Oh, yeah. Especially <laughs> our junior year. Like, we had a bunch of kids come in. And it, that's another thing. Like, a lot of kids come in junior and senior year. Like, they transfer in for hockey. Um. And so we had we had probably like eight or nine like really good players come in, and he just got close with all of them. So he'd like he'd go into the room like they'd all be chilling, and he'd just like start talking in their accent. They'd just start geeky like laughing. It was so funny. Yeah. Wait. So he came in like with you though. He was your age. Yeah. He was a friend. Oh, yeah. So I all we spent all four years together. Okay. Dope. Yeah, yeah. And so was it just like the dorms were just like one other roommate? Was it multiple people? Was it like so sweetmates? It's it's different. For every, like, every dorm is different. So freshman year, freshman guys are in singles in the dorm called Teddy. And there's, I think, 22, 23 rooms, and they're all singles. Um, but then sophomore year, I was in a dorm called Brinsmaid where it was, there were, like, three doubles, but then the rest were singles. Then we were in Bourne, which was, like, this, like, really, it was really old. It wasn't a very nice dorm, but it was, like, a mansion. Like, it was massive. And it was mostly doubles, some triples, and some quads. And I don't think there were any singles. I think there might have been a couple. But, like, it kind of, like, like guys fresh, like I just said, freshman guys all had singles. All freshman girls had doubles. So, like, it was based on gender and what year you were. Like, it was just random. Like yeah, I guess. Some, like, senior girls had their own bathrooms, like, in their rooms, which none of the other dorms had it. So, it wasn't consistent. Like, it was completely, like, different. And they rotated every year. So, like... One year it could be a girls' junior dorm, the next year it was a guy's sophomore dorm. So yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. So did you like you touched on it earlier, but like, did you like gaining that independence at such a young age? Yeah, definitely. That's that's insane. Like you're 13 years old yeah. going to like across the country, and then mm-hmm. you're just on your own. Yeah, I was. I don't know how many miles. I think it's like 700 miles or something. It's like 10 hours from from my house in Wake Forest. So uh, I was like, I expected to be homesick, but I never really like missed it obviously i miss my parents miss my dogs miss my little sisters but 
like I was just in this new place with all these like super dope people that I was like I was hanging out with every day um and I I loved it I, I never got homesick really enjoyed it and yeah. I, I had my older sister was there with me so okay, like nice, it, yeah. it helped it helped a little bit um but yeah I, I just you're you're forced to mature a little bit quicker like I said before but another thing is like classes like if you had if you had a problem with one of your teachers like in middle school like my your mom would deal with it like she'd email your teacher my son isn't happy with his grade whatever like you had to vouch for yourself because you were on your own out there like we're in the middle of the woods in Connecticut my mom's in Wake Forest like unless it's a big issue and like you can have your parents call or whatever like you have to send emails to teachers make sure you're being formal you have to communicate and they're also your teachers aren't just your teachers they're your dorm parents and coaches too so like oh I'll, okay. I'll get out, I'll get out of English class like or I'll, I'll try to find a specific example um well he wasn't my teacher but a lot of my friends had um mr cox was his name c-o-x and he <laughs> he was our jv hockey coach but he was also a i think he was an algebra teacher or geometry so like my friends would leave geometry and then three hours later he'd be on the ice coaching us and then like you'd get back to the dorm and he'd be checking you in at night at, at 10 p.m so like they teachers aren't just your teachers they're also like who you go to for help on, in, in classes if you're having like struggling mentally like anything like that um they live in dorms with you they're your coaches it, it's super super cool it's it's a weird like it's kind of weird to think about yeah, like yeah. to me it's normal like because i went, went and did it for four years but i know like if i didn't go through it i would have been like really like yeah your your neighbor like so you would like share a wall with a teacher sometimes like if you're at the end of the hallway they would have their big apartments but like you would share a wall with your math teacher yeah it's like a, it's like a full-time chaperone yeah, basically exactly yeah. yeah so it was it was kind of it's kind of weird but I, like it was cool it was fun yeah i'm i'm surprised because like it was interesting that you like never really got homesick being so mm -hmm. far away such a like at such a young age so would you say that like you just adjust to change well is that what it was i think so. I'm, I'm a relatively easygoing guy yeah um and another thing is like and this this kind of like i have another like supplemental story to this i guess but i like everyone loves their friends obviously but like my friends are like the most important thing to me like by far and this is like um, like during COVID, we when I was home for everyone was home for like a while, obviously. Uh, and I would, my mom told me she like one day I came out of my room and she said, I literally can hear it like in your voice and like see your mood improve immediately when you're on Facetime with your friends. Like, so I'd, I'd call Goose like you were saying. I'm always on Facetime with Goose. Like yeah. I'll, I'll walk into Delta Sig and I'll just be like on the phone with him. Um, but yeah, it's just. That the most important thing in my life. They improved my mood. So like when when I was there, like at Gunnery, after the first few weeks, like you're becoming best friends with these people. So I was always distracted. We were always like making jokes, getting into trouble, like playing sports. So it was, it made it easier just to have like a second family, basically of of all these these new guys that I met. Yeah, lifelong bonds for yeah, sure. Hundred percent. That, that's so cool too because like you're you know like we're in college now and now you go back to north Carolina and you're still like super close with all your friends because yeah. like honestly that's that's what like a lot of people have talked about on this like they lose touch with their high school friends or most of them but it's cool to see you keeping that yeah and one thing that was tough i the thing that sucked about going to boarding school is i'd come back for breaks and i'd have no one to hang out with like yeah there was, I, I had, I had one one friend that i played hockey with for like five years Co do you know him? cody melanson 
Oh, that dude yeah. lives, I think he lives in my neighborhood. Yeah, yeah, he's a super tall guy. I, I don't know if you've seen him in a while, but I played hockey with him for a long time. He went to Heritage. And, like, he was, like, my only friend, really, for in North Carolina for a, for a while. Like, we, you know, you have your Instagram friends. Like, maybe you play yeah. Xbox with some people. But if I wanted to hang out with someone, like, I'd hang out with my sisters. Like, the summer, like, a couple summers were, like, rough while I was in, I was at home. Because I was just like, dude, like, all my friends live in New York. Yeah, there's, like, nothing in, to do. Yeah, yeah, they live in Massachusetts, like, Long Island, New York City. Like, all these people that live within, like, three hours of the school, really. Like, I'm, I'm deep from all of them so i'm just seeing them all hang out through my phone and i'm sitting in my room playing like Fortnite or something and i'm just like damn bro yeah so that that's one thing that sucked about going to board it, it doesn't make it better that we like we're from wake forest yeah. there's not much to do in yeah, wake forest. yeah there's not a ton like yeah so i just like had I, I would hang out with cody and that was that was pretty much it um but now like, I've, i've got all you guys like I've got yeah tons of friends in north carolina now because going in states a blessing but yeah, I mean, yeah. Thank you, NC, for that, yeah, for sure. 100%. <laughs> oh, yeah, so we were talking about that change. Obviously, you know, we talked about the high school experience, but I'd love to hear about your first year at UNC and just because, like, you know, adjusting to that change again, like moving back to North Carolina. I would love to hear about that and just, like, college experience in general. How's it been so far? Yeah, so the transition, honestly, like, the transition into UNC was, like, harder than my transition to, like, going to boarding school. And I, the the biggest thing is it wasn't even that I was, like, scared to be in a new environment. I obviously wasn't homesick because, like, now I live 40 minutes from home. So I, I go home every other weekend, like, every once in a while. So it wasn't any of that. It was more just, like, I went from spending four years with my best friends, eating every meal together, going to classes together. Like, you see the same, same 300 people every single day. So you know everybody by name. And I was just, like plopped into unc's like i had a single dorm so like i i wanted a single last year but it didn't help like meeting people yeah so, i was gonna say yeah. it's kind of like pros and cons yeah, to that yeah but. so i like I, I still remember like the first time eating in lenore alone and there's like brutal feeling. there's like hundreds of people just like in this massive dining hall and I'm sitting there, like, putting my AirPods in, trying not to look like a loser eating alone. Like, I was like, dude, I went from eating with 15 of my best friends to now I'm, like, just sitting alone here. Like, that was kind of – that was the hardest part. And I would, like – I don't really get, like, anxious that often, but I remember I would wake – for the first, like, two weeks, I was waking up just with this, like, just this pit in my stuff. Like, I would wake up worried. And I, like, I couldn't explain it. I was like, why, why do I feel this way? And it was just – it was awful. And I just, I, it hel- it got way better once I joined the hockey team, once I joined Delta Sigma Phi. You know, you have these people that you can hang out with all the time. But for those first two, first two weeks, like, it was really tough. Yeah, I mean, not yeah, that's a big trend. I remember the same thing, too. I think it was like, I mean, I came in, I was blessed because I came in with, like, a good amount of friends. But, yeah. I mean, obviously, like, we all have, like, different classes, different class times. I remember one day I was in Lenore just eating by myself, and I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, it's it's not high school anymore. It's it's different. But yeah. so, would you say that was like the time you struggled the most at the beginning? Definitely, and it's it's kind of just been amazing since then. Like everyone says, it's gonna be the best four years of your life. Like I didn't those first two weeks, I was like, this sucks, dude. Like everyone yeah. was lying. Like, what is this? Um, but then I I met people and like got to know people. Got it started to get invited to a few things. Like it it was just it kind of all worked out. Yeah, I was gonna say meeting people. So did you? You you rushed right or kind of? Yeah, I didn't do it right. 
because I, I didn't know anything about Greek life coming in. Same, I, like, yeah. I wouldn't have gone to anything. And, like, I met one kid on my hall, Carter, who's one of my roommates in my house now. And he was, like, I, so, I remember sitting in my room the first night, and I could hear, I think it was from Frat Court, I could hear it, because I was on North Campus. I could hear yeah, music, yeah. like, someone was playing loud music. And I was, I was like, dude. I'm like, I'm in college now and I'm sitting it was a Saturday night I'm sitting alone in my room I'm a loser bro like so I I go out and I was just I was just thinking like oh, let's try to find something and I'm walking and I see Carter and he goes he goes oh dude I'm going to SAE like they texted me you should come with me and I was like all I knew about it was what I'd seen on TV and stuff so it was like who do you know here I was expecting yeah, to be stopped yeah. at the door like dude you think you're getting in like who do you know here so name I, five brothers yeah something like that so i i walk up and and carter goes like all right the guy we know is andrew like say andrew texted you so i i walk up and then they were super chill because it's rush they're just like, yeah it's inviting. rush i mean some frats are like i don't know they're pretty strict about rush but like i see they were super chill um so i went in and was like just chilling with them playing some games um and then i just like really old i just kept going back there um <clears throat> and I ended up, I didn't accept my bid there just because I, it was the first, I didn't really know anything about Greek life at all. And I was like, I don't want to like commit to anything. So then that was also just, then I like went over to Delta Sigma Phi for some of the recruitment events. And I was like, oh, this kind of seems more my speed. Not really as much of a commitment. I don't have to pay two grand right away. Like, yeah. So there's no, doesn't, there's no one there to haze me. So I know I'm not going to get hazed because every frat's like, oh no, no hazing here. Yeah, no hazing. No, yeah, haze free fraternity. Um, But I like. Such bullshit. Yeah. I I knew that it was going to be a good experience. And like, we could, we could make it our own. We could make it whatever we wanted. Yeah. Let's touch on that real quick. Cause like for people listening, they might not know what our thing is. Cause it's, it's, it's different than everything else, but you want to talk about it? Yeah. So our fraternity, it's it's like a kind of a combination of a business and a social fraternity, but it is, it is technically social, like nationally it's social, but instead of paying dues, we like try to generate revenue through renting out this, this place that we own on Franklin street, which is like the, the main street in Chapel Hill or at, at UNC, uh, where a lot of like businesses are. So we have, we have this like event space that we just try to generate revenue out of so a lot of the, what we do is renting it to other people like fraternities sororities anyone that wants to throw a party they can rent it um so the the whole like idea of it is you fund your own experience so you don't have to pay two grand at the beginning of every semester um you're kind of going into it and you have to work like you have to work instead of paying so i i saw it as an opportunity because I, I knew i wanted to apply to the business school like this would be a great thing to put on a resume this would be a great experience i could talk about this in, in interviews job interviews in the future um so we started off with like 14 of us yeah dude you ever like look back on that that it was, was rough i can't believe like we've like made it this far honestly like we're at 50 something we're at 55, 55 now and after a year and half a semester like, yeah and then spring rush we grabbed I think the biggest class, and then this year we've got, like, the third biggest class, which yeah. is, it's crazy to see, because we started with 14 guys, mm-hmm. one of them, like, it was Max, and he was, like, 25, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> shout out Max, he's a go, but he was, like, the he was our founder, and then it was, like, I think it was, like, eight guys from Wake Forest, yeah. and then, like, Shreya's, probably all of them, and yep. it's cool to look back on, because, like, we, dude, we had no idea what we were doing, and then we, we did have just, a solid group, though, we had a, we, we had, had a, a really we had, solid, we had group. a solid group of hard workers, yeah. but, like, we, we're like freshmen at yeah. that point 
Yeah, so, like, trying to get, I don't know how many, 250 people to come to a party to, like, make it look decent. Yeah. As 14 people. Like, I don't know how we did it, but. And eight guys who yeah, know eight, the same yeah, people. Exactly. So, that, yeah, I, looking back on it, you're right. It, it is crazy to, to see that. And, like, the success that we've had, like, like we are pledge class this, this semester. What do we have, 21 right now? We had 26. We have 19, though. Not, damn. Yeah. yeah. R.I.P. the guys who yep. dropped. Yep. But, um, yeah, so it's it's been great. And I'm optimistic about the future. We'll see. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. see. How How's your experience been? Because you got into leadership right off the bat, and mm-hmm. same as a lot of people, because, you know, we're 14 guys who started yeah. off. Um, but, you know, I'm on, I'm on the recruitment side, but I would love to hear about, you know, you were head of business, so yeah. I'd love to hear about that. Yeah, so I my position is, like, head. I call it head of business. It's technically vice president of business. But I don't know why we call it vice president because that like you have so many that vice presidents that implies that there's a president of business which there isn't so I I don't know so I just say head of business usually like I run the business committee um, but like I said earlier I wanted to apply to the B school like I just wanted to build my resume so and I had some experience doing Facebook advertising and I saw that as like oh I we need to get people to rent this place like I'll I'll go on Facebook and. It worked, I don't, I don't know, we got, like, maybe five people to rent, like, a semester from it. Like, it was mostly through word of mouth and getting other people to rent from us, other organizations. Uh, but it was, I, I love it a lot. I, I send all the invoices, I communicate, I negotiate all the rates, everything like that. Um, and it, it's also been, a, like, we've had some really good events and really bad events. Uh, like, some of our yeah. first ones we had. Oh, my God. I, I remember that our uh, Alpha Fee rented from us for a cocktail, and the speakers weren't working, and the AC wasn't working, and there was no toilet paper, and we had all. So there was this little JBL speaker like in the middle of the room, and we were, <laughs> they were playing like No Hands and stuff like like this music that's supposed to be blaring. It was like, and people were just like, "Oh, dude, this place sucks." So we had to deal with that. We finally fixed it after like an hour and a half. I don't know why people stayed, but. I think David pulled up and, and fixed it. So I, I had to deal with, like, oh, hey, we'll give you a free event. Um, we can't, like, refund you for this one, but next time you rent from us, we'll make it free of charge. We'll make sure everything's set up ahead of time. So it, it was kind of, like, a big lessons learned because that was really early early on in, like, our event running um, experience. So we, we knew, like, we had to do sound checks before. We had to make sure. Like, uh, the AC not working was just – unfortunate and we it was like kind of cooler by that time so we just opened the windows and stuff like that but not having toilet paper for a bunch of girls was like hell we were getting yelled at like but then we had the other side of it like the we had some really good some really good final four watch party Final four watch party we made like over 10 grand from that everyone because like franklin street it's just popping during the final four everyone's looking everyone's popping yeah so that was great really successful made a bunch of money everyone was happy we just had a tip jar out, and I think we made, like, wasn't it over, like, 500 bucks from just tips? It was a lot, too, because people were, like, camping outside, yeah. too, because we capped it. It was it was yeah. packed. So that, yeah, we, it was, there's a, a broad spe- spectrum of, of events, and we've gotten more consistent now that we have routines and people, like, that have specific roles, and we can make sure that everything works out. Reed helps out a ton. It's, yeah. Because he just knows how everything works somehow. Like, he fixed the toilet. Did you know that the other day? 
He told me he went in and he saw that the toilet was broken. And he goes, yeah, I just went to the hardware store. <laughs> spent like 25 bucks. Fixed the handle. I was like, how'd you know? Did you Google? Did you YouTube it? He goes, no, I kind of just looked at it. And he fixed it. Like, it's <laughs> good guy. now. Yeah, I know. It was just a beast. But, yeah. No, like, um, definitely some lessons learned for sure. And for yeah. people that, like, don't know, like, our house, but, like, our, our property on yeah. Franklin Street, it's, like, it used to be a club, comedy club. And now it's, like, we kind it's kind of just, like, a bar. You walk in. It's like a bar. It's super open, and then there's down. a little stage, a little tiny, little like tiny maybe stage. a foot elevated, um, like a DJ booth. Um, just kind of, I call it like the VIP section. Yeah, it's like elevated in the back, and then we've got the basement. That's kind of our brother space with the yeah. pool table, couches, TVs, all that. Renovations been going pretty well. Yeah, yeah like much better than what it used speaker, to look the like. The new speakers are. Oh, renovation, like you mean painting and that kind of stuff? Yeah, painting, it, but like... It used to be get, red. It used to be red and like... <laughs> it was ugly. Yeah, it was not... Everyone was not, like, why Why is it red? Like yeah. um, so now it's Carolina blue and like this like grayish white. It's, it looks dope. Yeah. Still looking at doing something for the roof maybe, but mm-hmm. we'll see. That would be sick. That would be nice. But yeah, I guess like how's your experience been with like meeting people like through Delta Sig? Um, You mean like brothers? Yeah, just brothers. Yeah, like it's, people it's, been, it's been awesome. Um, obviously I knew a few guys just randomly like we f- met each other at the recruitment thing. We were like, Hey, I think we met, went to middle school together. Uh, but I've met some of my best friends through like at UNC through the fraternity. Um, people like Riley Shreyas, Dev, Dev Mason, like I didn't, go. I didn't know Mason, like a lot of the people that are in your friend group that went to heritage high school that, cause I didn't go to high school there. Um, and it's, it's been awesome. And like now my, my little Nate, Nate is cool, dude. Who's older than me by yeah. like a year and a half. Like he's super awesome. Uh, and, you know, a lot of the guys. Like, it's just it's super fun. Great is, to meet them. Is it cool for you to like? Because you know, like we're not really traditional. Like we, I think we have like a ton of different personalities and super diverse. Oh, yeah. It, you think it's better that way? I think so. Yeah, yeah. I do too. Yeah, I think just because you're not think. mean. Like I, I'm honestly glad I didn't live in Granville, uh, first year because I feel like. You know this, but it's it's a lot of the same people, yeah, you know. It is. It's like it's all the people, and how I see it, it's just a feeder into frat court. Like, yeah, half those kids end up joining Greek life, like just a a traditional fraternity or sorority. And you're right, they are just all like carbon copies of each other. But like, you go into our fraternity and you see people from like all around the world. It's pretty dope. Yeah, I didn't think it'd be like that too. Like when I walked yeah, in, and then no, it's just been something that's just grown. Mm-hmm. But um, as far as other experience, like with meeting people, you have other leadership, especially on the hockey team. So I know like Delta Sig and the hockey team are your biggest things at UNC. Yeah. So, you know, big college athlete. I'd love to hear about it. Yeah. So hockey has I actually wasn't the the reason I started playing hockey is actually because of Hunter. During Hunter, my, like during my interview, Delta Sig Hunter? Yeah. During my interview, I think I was one of the first people to like accept my bid like, quote-unquote, accept my bid or whatever, like, yeah. the invitation to become a Delta Sigma Phi. Um, and I was talking to him, and I was like, yeah, I went to one practice. Like, it seems like it's cool, but I don't know how. And then he was like, I played club hockey in college, and it was, like, the best experience ever. And I was like, oh, I, don't, I don't know, man. He was like, just give it, a, give it like, a couple weeks. Because you can quit. At it. Like, you can leave the team whenever you want. And I, like, I just, I look back, and I'm like, I can't imagine if I didn't play hockey. Because it's also been, like, really nice. To, all of them are in fraternities, so I, I can kind of, like, sneak into, like, yeah. some, some darties, <laughs> some late nights here and there. Um, so that's that's pretty clutch. And just meeting a ton of people through them. But also traveling. Like, just this year, we've been to Cincinnati, um, Columbus, 
and where else? We went to Kentucky, and we're planning on go- we're going to Virginia. We have a showcase at Virginia Tech. Um, I think we might go to Mass in the spring semester. I'm not sure. Yeah, dude, but we're traveling all over. This dude is gone all the time. Yeah, bro. it's, it's yeah, crazy. I've, I've been to one of our parties this semester. I know, dude. We it. miss you, bro. Yeah. So, um, this weekend actually is gonna be good because we're home. Yeah. We don't have anything on Saturday. So I'm super pumped for uh, that. Also, by the way, congrats on beating State. Yeah. Yes, first sir. time in seven years. It's crazy. We beat them. Oh, my gosh. I, I I lost my voice that night. I yelled so much. What was the score? So we were down 2 nothing after the first period. So we were like, fuck, dude, we're going to lose again. And then second period, it was nobody scored. And then at the end, we scored one. So it was 2-1. to one. Sorry. Jeez. Going into the third period, we scored one 36 seconds in, I think. So that was two to two. Then we scored again right away, three to three. Then they or three to two. Then they scored three to three. And then my one of my teammates, Leighton. Have you seen, do you know who Bobby Orr is? I don't know. Okay, so Bobby Orr is like one of the most famous hockey players. He's like a Wayne Gretzky, but less less famous. Yeah. Okay. So he scored a famous goal. Like he got tripped while he was scoring. So he's he was kind of like you've probably seen it somewhere, but he was. It's a famous picture of him, like, falling, like, in midair, but his hands are up because he just scored. Yeah. And, like, so my teammate Layton scored one of those. Like, he deked the goalie, but the guy tripped him, so he was, like, falling, and he scored it, and then, like, everyone was freaking out on our team. But we were playing away. Like, we were playing at their home arena, so, like, the arena's silent. Like, they're all pissed that we just scored. But he yeah, scores the P- game. PNC. Well, it wasn't PNC. That one's later on this semester. I got you. But it's called Weight Competition Center in, gotcha. in Raleigh. But it was in front of like I think like fifteen hundred, two thousand people. So like Dang, they okay. had they had they have hella fans. So like we kinda shut them up four to three and then um they pulled their goalie to try to try to score at the end and we put one in an empty net, so five to three. Let's go. Yeah, that was so electric. That was unreal. Um and for like our coach was like on the verge of tears. Like I think he did cry at some point. It was so emotional for him because he's just like had to lose to them for like seven for years. So we long, play them yeah. like three times a year, every year for seven years. He loses, 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 and we finally beat them. And the the best thing is, last year they beat us ten to three, I think, in one of our games. And they during like an interview, I think it was either one of their players or one of their coaches was like, "Yeah, I think we'll beat UNC for the next decade. Like we've got a really great program here. Like blah blah blah." So. After we beat them, all of us had screenshots because what? What? Obviously, we're gonna screenshot it for to throw it back in their face. Oh, put it on the drawing board. Yeah. Saw my Instagram story with the or my Snapchat story with the the UNC Spider Man dunking on or Venom. Oh dunking yeah, on the yeah. NC State Spider Man. Like, and we so we just had that quote there, and we were like, yeah, that was a quick ten years, wasn't it? Like, so that was the best feeling ever. And we play them two more times, and we play them in front of at PNC in front of like. I th- it's going to be close to 10,000 people this year. That'll be great. So that's going to be a heated game. Hopefully. Yeah, were there any fights when you'll play? Uh, like little, little tiny scruffs. L- nothing little crazy. chirps? Yeah, nothing crazy. Uh, yeah, chirping the whole game, obviously. Jackie be chirping? A little bit. Not. Yeah. I'm not I'm not known. For, I'm, I have a pretty level head when I play hockey. Unless, actually, the, one of the first times I've, like, even shoved somebody was that game. This kid named Monteith. I beef with him from last year. He's like, <laughs> Why? We're, both, we're both like the same height, but he's just this little, he's a dick. And he's, he's pretty good, but. Monteith, if you're listening, Monteith, fuck yeah, you. Fuck you, Monteith. No, but he like, it's extreme. I don't know if, do you watch hockey a lot? 
Yeah, I'm, I'm a Pens fan. So, like, you know you don't, like, fuck with the other team's goalie. Like, if... Oh, like, yeah, yeah. So, our goalie, which, first of all, he's 39 and in the military. He's, like, he don't, I don't have to worry about him, like, getting hurt and anyone fucking with him. But our goalie, like, saved it with his glove, and the Monteith goes up and stops in front of him and slashes him in the hand. So, like, I got, I, like, got in front of him, shoved him over, and, like, we were yelling at each other. An NC State guy, like, grabbed me and kind of, like, put me in a chokehold and, like, pulled me back. And I was just like, dude, don't fucking hit the goalie. That's just a dick move. So, that's kind of, like, I'm not a fighter at all. Yeah. Um, Like, I'll I'll hit some kids here and there. Nothing, nothing, like, huge. We have some guys that throw the body, though. Like, have you seen the guy Brian Hogan on my team? He's ripped, like, big dude. Was he was, was he at stuff last year like mixers? Yeah, I yeah, probably yeah, saw him. Yeah. Like he's, the hockey dudes are big. Yeah, some of them, yeah. yeah we have a, we have so many old guys. Like the average age on our team is like 23, 24. Oh dang! Yeah, so we have so many grad students, and I don't even know. Like the the guy I just said is thirty nine. He's a junior undergrad. So like, <laughs> he's just chilling in class, okay. trying to get his credits, bro. Like, it's so funny. It's every time I talk to people like we had the the little we had a I, so on the social chair so I planned the the mixer yeah. with, with Alpha Phi between our hockey team and like he pulled up with his wife bro like <laughs> he, he and his wife are both like almost 40 and oh she was just God. like she was like twerking on him bro like it was <laughs> in my in my living room bro like that was wild <laughs> but we <laughs> So, we, yeah, we've got a lot of older guys on the team. And then we've got people like me who's 19, like, freshmen that are 17 and 18. So it's like you've got more than double double his age as our goalie. Yeah. What so are the – how old are the people you live with, though, in the hockey house? They're, they're my age. Okay. Yeah, okay. we're all 19. I don't think anyone's 20 yet. But okay. we're, we're all sophomores. Yeah. Got you. But, yeah, so, dude, <laughs> I'm, I'm still stuck on yeah, that story about hilarious. the 39-year-old. <laughs> so funny. But, yeah, so – Hockey and Delta Sig for sure. Yeah, the best combination. It's been awesome. Anything else you've been a part of since here? Because those uh, those take up a lot of time. Yeah, and they, having leadership about them takes do. up a lot of time. Um, nothing like UNC. I had an internship over the summer that I tried to like keep doing, but I just I couldn't keep up with it. Um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much just hockey and uh, and the fraternity. That was that internship was through Mike though. Right? Yeah, I got it through Mike with one of his companies, uh, a plumbing company, and I was just doing like accounts receivables trying to collect trying to collect on accounts receivables calling people like hey dude you owe us three grand like doing stuff like that uh a lot of marketing like i was sending out email campaigns to like all the customers which is like i think close to like eleven thousand people so sending out like those making drip campaigns um i i did a little bit of graphic design like working with adobe nothing crazy but just like making instagram posts um can't remember what else I did. Just a lot of random stuff. I just yeah, and which I which I want to do because I have no clue what I want to focus on. Like let's say I do get into the B school, hopefully, fingers crossed. Yes, same, same. Uh, yeah, um, like I don't even I don't even know what I want to do. So I I just want to get out there, figure out what I like. Um, we'll see. Yeah, and it, it's good because I'll have that internship when like I was like, can I still do this like once I have time again on breaks he's like yeah dude you're chilling so okay sweet yeah. and it's all online <clears throat> it's all online so it's not like I have to go in person or anything I can just open up my laptop clock in on my phone and start ripping work yeah where you still <laughs> start ripping start work. ripping some work <laughs> <laughs> little hockey accent yeah <laughs> um wait so um so you're still able to like travel and stuff for the summer though because yeah, yeah, yeah I was I was tra- yeah I, I went to New York two separate times I think um 
Did you go back to Connecticut at all? Yeah, back to Connecticut. So I like whenever it's <laughs> all my friends' parents make fun of me for it because I I just couch hop around the Northeast. Like I'll spend one night in Long Island with my friend Josh, and then I'll go over to Goshen, New York, uh, with my friend Adam, sleep on his couch for a couple nights. Then I'll go stay in uh, like New Canaan, Connecticut, with with my friend Ellie, and then I'll be. At all over the place so i i kind of just go up for a week um and stay in like five different places <laughs> in, within seven days so i'm kind of like a nomad whenever i go up there I bring, <laughs> yeah I, I bring my sleeping bag and a pillow and i just like find a place to stay yeah that's a lot of that's fun. that's I a lot of fun it. though yeah, i yeah. love it yeah you're gonna do that next summer too 100%, 100%. all right i i do it every break so like this oh, winter, like winter, this winter okay. I'm, I'm going up I got it because it's like I see them in the summer. Like we go to my lake house. Um, that's always fun. Like bring ten of my best friends to my lake house for like five nights. It's just like in the middle of the woods, going fishing every day, swimming, boating. It's like time of my life. Um, yeah, that, that's the life. I miss yeah, summer. Dude, Summer's a good time. Yeah. I, obviously, I like the school year, but like just that break, you know, like hit the pool, hit the beach. Yep. Nothing beats it, man. Yeah, so I'm planning on going back up this winter. Uh, doing a little bit of snowboarding, um, hopefully, uh, and just hanging out with my friends, catching up. It's yeah. gonna be good. Sounds good. Well, getting back to college though. So, from what I've heard from your stories, you know, like struggle couple, couple like the first couple weeks, and then you know, find your people. Has that just like has that just resounded to you the whole time? Yeah, I, like I'm I'm chilling. Now. Like everything, I feel like everything just like fell into place. I feel like I'm good. Yeah, I'm good now. So That's great. Yeah. Just embracing the process of yeah. what you've been in. Yep. Yep. Still making connections, but it's like it's not as necessary anymore. Like at that point I was like, I need to find some people to like my go to people to hang out with, like if I want to get food. I want I need to, like I want to have someone to text, like stuff like that. But now I have that base layer of like people in the frat, people on the hockey team that like I'm boys with. So now anyone that I meet is just like extra. Like it's just it's just getting better. So you have a good community though. Yeah. Around uh, you? No. Yeah. Hundred yeah. percent. Oh, yeah. Everyone's been awesome at UNC. Like no matter where I go, like my teammates, fraternities, they're all like great guys, and I, I love hanging out with all of them. Um, and I've just met a, a ton of people. So like friends of friends, like you just get to know everybody. Yeah, I was gonna say just because like just because I was like a part of your community and stuff, I knew like it was never like you know smooth sailing all the time for you yeah. and like you know like obviously this is like mental health phase so it's gonna mm-hmm. be like a deeper transition but you know you went through some tough times at some points and you know as far as adversity you faced a pretty big challenge that you know we heard about in the spring but mm-hmm. if you want to talk about it i'd love to hear about it yeah so um my experience with mental health has been pretty interesting i've never struggled with it which i'm extremely fortunate i know that i'm very very lucky um I'm a very generally happy person, but I have a lot of friends that, um, you know, you're spending every moment with these, with these people in high school. So you get to know them really well. And a couple of my friends, um, like one of them was diagnosed with pretty severe depression. And I was one, I think I was the only person for a while that he told. Um, so dealing with that is, it was, it was a pretty tough burden because, you know, he'd, we we had rooms right next to each other. Like I'd hear him have like an anxiety attack, and I'd have to go in and like help him a little bit, um, or like he'd just he'd just be feeling down, and he like he it was it was sad because he was embarrassed to talk about it. Um, not not embarrassed. It just like it, it's know, a hard it's, thing yeah, to talk about. It's a hard thing to talk about. Yeah, you know, especially like as guys, people expect you to be strong, macho. Exactly. Not to cry yeah. And now you're not you're not yeah. supposed to open yeah, up. So yeah. Like, 
Um, he was he was fine. He didn't like need me, but I you know I wanted to be there for him. Um, and then I also had experience with one one of my best friends. Uh, she like went through an eating disorder, and that was like tragic for me to see because like you know you, it doesn't matter what you say to them. Like you look amazing. Like you look great. And but it doesn't matter what you say. Like it's like just constant it's just competition you, within yeah, themselves. How you see yourself. And it's I've seen like that side of it too because uh, you and I like we're both like kind of gym rats a little bit like. Yeah, yeah. I, I haven't been in it as much, like, with same, the season, same. but over the summer, you know, like, but, it, you, like, I would look at myself and be like, damn, like, I wish my, I wish my shoulders were bigger, like, I wish, uh, I wish my chest was bigger, I wish I could bench more, that kind of stuff, and I'd get home, and my mom would be like, no, you look, like, you've gotten, like, buff, like, you look great, like, blah, 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 and I'm like, no, but, blah, blah. so, uh, then, like, that kind of helps me, like, understand, like, yeah, it doesn't matter what I say, like, I know she feels this way, and it is, like, it's a mental disorder, like, it's, you can't control that. So I would sometimes, like, junior year, I'd be up until 4 in the morning. Try, like, she'd be sending me pictures of her legs compared to, like, models' legs. And she's like, I feel like mine are bigger. Like, and it's just tough. Like, trying to understand. Because I can't comprehend. Like, I'm like, that seems so irrational to me. Yeah. Like, I don't understand. Like, why are you thinking that? You look amazing. Like, guys are interested in you. Guys want to, like, hang out with you. Like, what? And, but it's just, it's, that's the problem is it's not rational. And even if they know it's not rational to think that way or to like starve yourself it's like it's 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 a mental problem yeah i, I was gonna i was gonna ask because like you said you don't struggle with mental health mm-hmm. that much and you know like seeing your friends that do obviously yeah. that's a lot of stress but i was gonna ask is it like hard to grasp that they feel that way sometimes because you know i feel like we can have a conversation about this because yeah. you know i feel like i struggle with it like a good amount mm-hmm. just because like seeing myself and i've always like kind of i don't know just like wanted to like compete with myself mm-hmm. but I was just going to ask if you find it, like, hard to grasp about, like, why people go through that. No, it definitely was at the beginning. Like, I was, I, you know, I, I was, to be completely honest, gr- probably until my junior year when, when my friend kind of told me about his, his, like, struggle, I always was like, dude, what the fuck is anxiety? Like, these people are just, like, weak. Like, that was kind of like, and I, obviously looking back on it now, like, that was ignorant, but... I would just see it as like, dude, like deal with it. Everybody gets nervous. Everybody gets anxious. Like, what are you going to let it stop you from doing whatever, achieving your goals, whatever you want to say. But then seeing like literally seeing it can be like crippling. Like I've seen, I've seen it like a couple of my friends, like another one of my friends like doesn't sleep. Like he, he just sleeps like maybe three, three hours a night. He's up at 4am, like not even to do anything. Like he just can't sleep his mind's always racing and it's, I'm just like I, I can't imagine like I'm so lucky like that's it just makes me think all the time like I'm extremely lucky um but no it was really hard for me to understand it at first because I, I had never gone through it but seeing the effects that it has on like it may like I said it may be irrational but the effects of it are are real like it makes people want to do stuff and one time I remember I I he my friend walked into my room and he had like he had used a plastic knife to like cut his like stomach and he came in and he was like jack dude like i'm not i'm he he told me he's like i'm not suicidal i'm not gonna like blah 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 but he was like i I, I lost control he was like i just started doing it and i was like i just sat there i was just staring at him i was like like holy crap like this like he just like had rubbed like the serrated part of a plastic knife like on his stomach and i was just like i I sat there and I was like, dude, like, and I talked him through it. Like he made sure he was okay. But I, I remember it got to a point where I was talking to, 
Um, so I was a, a prefect, which is like a leadership role in high school. It's kind of oh, like that's from Harry Potter, bro. Yeah, they it's, call yeah, them yeah, prefects. prefects yeah. yeah, exactly. It's the same thing. Um, so there were like eight of us. So we had this group um, that basically like were student body presidents, but eight of us, whatever. And we have we had these meetings twice a week. And at one of the meetings, I stayed after and talked to like our advisor, and I was like, I broke down crying. I was like, I. I don't know how to help him. Like, I can't, I'm not trained to do any of this. First of all, I don't, ha- I don't have a psychology degree. Like, I don't know how his brain works. I'm trying my best to, to help. But I, w- I told her, I was, I'm not going to tell you who it is, like, just out of respect for him. But it's, like, gotten to the point where he's, like, physically harming himself. Like, so I didn't know how to deal with it. And she, she kind of helped me through that. Um, but I, 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 like, had broke down crying because it's a, it's a heavy weight on my shoulders because, like, exactly, yeah. I'm, like, I'm the only one that knows about this. Like, if anything happens to him, like, I'm supposed to be that guy that's... You that, kind of feel like it's on yeah, you. Yeah, I feel like it's a little bit on me. Um, and I just want to make sure I do everything I can for him. Um, and he's doing a lot a lot better now. I think, that's good like, college hear. has been really good for him. Um, just not only with distractions, like, having, like, this great, like, a social explosion. Because... Being in prep school with 300 people, there's no parties, there's no nothing. So, like, being in college around 20, he goes to, um, like, a big southern school. So, he, he's, like, always around people. So, he's, he's great now, and I talk to him all the time. Like, we'll, we'll check in on each other. And he he actually, like, helped me through a lot of stuff because I, I think the lowest point or the closest I've ever been to, like, being depressed. I don't – I wasn't depressed, but, like, I, I, like, went through this thing with this girl my junior year. Like, I – a lot of guys do yeah we all do yeah, yeah. it's just like so for like you know, i like got screwed over so for like six months i was like really hurting and he he had gone through the same thing so he really helped me through all of that so it, it wasn't just me like being this big like super strong amazing i never have any problems like kind of guy like i still had my own problems and he would help me with that all the time so pretty much for the whole four years and especially on the back end um we helped each other with with stuff like that yeah, I was going to say, since, like, you lived with the like, – you live side by side with yeah. all of them, so you kind of know, yeah. like, what they're going through. Yeah, exactly. And, like, you know, I'd say you more than most people have, like, mm-hmm. had experiences with, like, people that have had, like, mental health issues. Yeah. Um, and on a, I'll get into the more severe story now. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, I was going yeah. to say, because I, I, I know, like, what you've yeah. been through. And, like, obviously, you know, you have a ton of friends that have gone mm-hmm. through stuff. And last spring was tough, you yeah. know. So um, – Last spring, I got a call at, I think it was four in the morning from a, I missed the first call. And then I woke up randomly like 30 minutes later and I, I listened to the voicemail and it was one of my best friends crying saying, he was like, Jack, I need you to pick up. Something happened to, I'm not going to say his name, our our friend, something happened to our friend. Um, I, I need you to pick up. I need to tell you, I know you were close with him. So immediately like my heart sank. I was like he's using the past tense. I was like, what, like what happened? So I, I get on the phone with him and he's crying and he tells me that like he had taken his own life and that I just immediately, like I was half awake. So I, I could like barely comprehend it, but I just like my face just hit my pillow and I immediately broke down as anyone would. Like it, it's just anyone passing away is tragic, but for someone to like take their own life was, it's just like un like unbelievable um and this was someone that i had known he was he was an ra for me he was like one of my really good friends we played golf together we played hockey together 
Um, we did an independent independent student or independent study on golf together. Um, he was like my freshman year. Like he was he was my RA, and he we had these things called heads weekend, which were kind of like teacher work days. So it was like a long weekend. And if you didn't live close to school, like you, you kind of just stayed there and didn't do anything, but he lived in Massachusetts. So he was like, Hey Jack, like, I know you don't have a place to go. Like come stay with me. And his, his family was like the most generous. He was the most generous kid I've ever met. Like he had a really nice house. Like we, and he, he knew I loved fishing. So he was like, bring your fishing rod. Like I'll take you, I'll drive you. I didn't, I didn't have my license at the time, but he, he was yeah. old enough. He drove me to this lake and, I was like, do you want to fish? Like, I feel like you're kind of like, what Like, what do you want to do? And he was like, no, I just like, I want to, I want to make sure you're having fun. And so like, I, I caught a fish and it was like, it was pouring rain, but he was like, no, dude, like, I, I know you like fishing or whatever. And like, it's one of the best stories. Like I, I caught the fish and I was like, I was like super pumped. And I look at him, he's way more excited than I was. Like, yeah, he was awesome. so pumped. Like, and it's just stories that I think of that. Like we had we had an amazing experiences together. We went on um, like spring break for two years. We went to Florida to like the PGA like practice facility and we would play all these great courses. So he would go on that um, every year with us. We shared all these amazing experiences and like it, I, I look back at obviously like my one year ago today is like, I'll see him on stuff like that. And he's always smiling, always laughing, always like having a good time. And he graduated a year before me, so I hadn't seen him for probably eight months, I think. Uh, or no, like a year and eight months, because this was last year. Um, but we had stayed in touch. We followed each other on Instagram, obviously, like commented on each other's stuff, liked each other's stuff. Um, and I, I remember, I think it was my, yeah, it was my senior year. And he had graduated, but he had invited me and three other kids, or two other, uh, yeah, two other kids to, like, go skiing in Vermont, which is expensive. Like, like yeah. skiing is not cheap. So he had this place um, on the mountain. He was like, I bought you guys lift tickets. Just show up. We'll pay for your rentals. We'll pay for your food. Like, everything. So we're, like, freaking out. We're like, this is going to be dope. Like, this is awesome. We get there. He's got... Long sleeve shirts, sweatshirts, hats, stickers, like everything you can think of from like the gift store. He's just got it laid out. He's like, he's like smiling, like ear to ear. He's like, guys, I got you this stuff. Like, I want to show you. Pick anything you want. It's like, this is like the most generous kid, the most happy. Like, I thought he was like an extremely happy kid. Um, like great friends with all that he had friends. Like, it was it was great. And then just to hear that like this happened, everyone was like, like what? what could have been going on like he had a girlfriend that like he was in love with like he never said anything negative about it they they didn't have any fight like people thought oh did his girlfriend cheat on him or something nothing ever happened with that um he had this truck he he was known for like it was like his truck it was an f-250 like a 2022 f-250 extended back like this massive truck um he had a sick job in his family business he was making so much money out of college like everything seemed to be going right for him but just mentally he just wasn't like there completely and it was it was so hard i mean anyone that loses someone like i said um to to suicide is it's just you think like what could i have done? yeah what could i have done like but i i don't know it's and um 
I did there was there was reasoning behind it obviously I'm not going to get into but it just it was completely mental like what he showed on the outside had nothing to do with what was going on on the inside and it just like it really opened my eyes and I was like if this this guy looks so happy he's always smiling he's he's never mean to anybody and it just and then just to like take his own life and I, I was obviously it was it was tough I I decided that I I tried to go to classes that day after finding out I was like I need to be distracted but I couldn't do anything I, I couldn't even drive home my mom had to drive and get me take me back to my house in Wake Forest and then I called on my other buddies like that he was the RA for um and like we could it wasn't even that he was our RA it was just like we were all really good friends and we decided that we were going to fly because a couple of my friends went or go to UVA. So one of them is in Denison in Ohio. Another one's in Miami. We all flew to Massachusetts to be with his family. And that was the, the hardest, probably the hardest week of my life. Um, like I had lost grandparents before, but, you know, you kind of expect it. Yeah, because grandparents die yeah, first. And yeah, it's like they, the cycle. Of it's, life, a, yeah. it's a health problem. Like my, my grandfather had a heart attack or like um, it's just, you know. It's it's how it goes. It's really sad yeah. for a little bit, but you're like, you know, it was. It was kind of expected. Yeah, they lived yeah. a long life. Like it, it's obviously it's sad to see anyone pass, but yeah. Uh, but you know, a twenty. I think he was twenty. Like yeah, twenty year old kid. We sh- people shouldn't be dying that yeah, young. Yeah. yeah. So, um, it just made me think. I was like, if if this if if it can happen to him, and I would never suspect this. Like like I said, he. He never s- told anybody about it, which is the sad part because the, the amount, like, that's probably extremely common is people just are embarrassed to talk about it. And as we got into before, like, guys are expected to be these. Yeah, I was going like, to say, do you strong. think that's a reason? Because, like, you yeah, know, guys are expected definitely. to, yeah. And it's also, I think that it's, it's, it's embarrassing, like, because, you know, to, to admit, like, I'm I'm battling myself. Like it's not even like it's an exterior. It's not. It's not. Like, it's not external. It's thing, not yeah. even like I'm. I'm. Oh, someone's bullying me or something like that. Like it could be from that, but it's. It's literally just to, chemical imbalances in your brain that are causing you to just, like, be upset all the time, feel low, like that kind of stuff. Yeah, and I was I was gonna say especially with men, it's like I feel like you know you're taught not to get help. You're taught yeah. to do things by yourself yeah, and exactly. like you know, but like. I mean, you, you really do have to talk to people when yeah. you need help. You know, it's not perceived as weak, and it shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's the leading mental health, like in the U.S. especially, it's like the leading killer, like yeah. men ages 21 to 45. I'm pretty sure, isn't it like 80% of people that commit suicide are men? I know it's like I, the I vast don't know. majority. I don't know. I know that it's like, I don't know, I don't know the statistics, but yeah. I know that, you know, men's mental health is definitely up there, and it's yeah. just like, you know, people just hide something for so long. It's just like, yeah. you got to talk to people. Yeah, it's, so but it, like it's hard to open up because you know you're taught at such a young age you know mm-hmm. like no I'm fine like yeah. this will be my fight yeah and it's it's also like it's not just like society's fault it's it's also you know like guys making fun of each other for stuff like oh, yeah like quit being a I'm not gonna say like the p word but like quit being a wussy basically like yeah. dude you're crying like like come on so like I I can't imagine that it would have been that, but I just, you know, it makes you wish, like, I wish he talked to me. Like, I wish I could have helped. I wish I could have done something. And, like, fortunate for me, I was I was a friend of his. Um, you know, I I didn't, you know, wh- whatever. Like, the, la- the last time I had talked to him was actually, like, I was, I had gone up to New York for, 
for like a New Year's party my friends and I were planning, and I was like, dude, you should stop by. And this was, I think... This was this was last year, right? This was last year, like maybe a couple months before it happened. And so I was up there, and I, I texted him, and he was like, oh, no, dude, like, I thank you for the invite, but I've got this girlfriend now. I'm working. I'm, I'm really busy. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm really busy. And I was like, oh, dude, if he doesn't want to come to a party because of, like, his... He's, like, hanging out with his girlfriend. We're, like, he must be having a great time. Like, to pass up a party, like, hanging out with all his best friends from high school. Like, th- things must be great. And, you know, like, what you see on social media has nothing to do with what someone's yeah, no, actually going it, through. Yeah, it doesn't. Because, you know, like, social media is just, I mean, most of it's just fake. You yeah, know? Like, yeah, people are just showing you the best sides of themselves. Yeah. And I get it to a certain extent. You know, obviously, mm-hmm. you're not going to show you at your weakest yeah. on social media. But, um, yeah, to your point exactly, I was going to say, you know, like, some of the people that seem the happiest are just mm-hmm. like struggling internally and yeah. it's it's hard to like tell you know mm-hmm. yeah so i uh, you know it's obviously taught me a lesson like you know it doesn't matter how happy someone is like you got to reach out to them you got to check check in on them especially when you see something that might be like a, a sign of it like you know if they're using drugs or using alcohol to like improve their mood that kind of stuff like that's that's kind of when it starts to get like really obvious but um you know, just acting different, or like some if play straight up if they're like, dude, I've I've been struggling, like that's that's happened too. Like like my friend that I was talking about before, like he was he opened up to me. He was like, I'm I haven't told anyone else, but like I'm severely depressed. Like, and I just I remember sitting there. I was like, what? Like you? Like this is one of my best friends that I spend every minute with, and then I just found out like a major part about his life that like nobody else knows, and like I just learn for the first time and it's just crazy and it, it taught me so much and it's it like makes me realize like dude not everyone is as lucky as you to you know be happy all the time so yeah i was gonna i was gonna ask like what are things you do to like stay happy i don't every every so i like try to give advice to people sometimes <laughs> like i was actually talking about it last night but every time something like bad happens to me I like I'm like dude that sucks but then but then I'm like something way worse has happened to like someone like like I got a 50 someone got a 40 on that test like yeah yeah it's like on econ yeah right? on econ exactly, <laughs> exactly. so no, like, I was looking at the great distribution yeah. and I was like all right uh, that's not terrible yeah. so like I obviously it's it's completely healthy to be down like something bad happens yeah like don't beat yourself up over it but you know so many people have it so much worse and like I can't, I can't feel bad for myself, and like get down on myself when I know that I'm extremely fortunate. Like I have a great family, great parents, siblings. I have the best friends in the world. It like everything seems to like be in my favor. Like I can't, I can't let anything else bother me. And like I said, I'll be upset from time to time. It's not like I'm oh, I'm never sad. He's always happy. Like that's not what it is. It's just yeah, everyone else. Yeah. yeah, everyone goes through it, but it's I'm just like you know what that sucks but someone's got it way worse than i do so that helps me like stay optimistic um, i was gonna say super optimistic yeah, I'm, outlook. A vi- I'm a very optimistic person cup cup half full guy yeah definitely um and also like i've also learned from my f- my friend has like um because we talk about it all the time like having depression you there's like tactics to, like make yourself feel better um and like he's just he tells me what he does like even though I don't deal with it as much as, as him, like I still want to be a happier person. So like, I'll, I'll do the same stuff. Um, and just, you know, just have a positive outlook on life. 
just like that's what I try to do every day. It's, it's, like, it's good yeah. when you look at it, you know. Yeah. Like, you know, life life is precious. You know, it's not yeah. it's not granted or yeah. anything like that. But you know, talking about that happiness, I guess like as we wrap up um, this interview, just like kind of talking about stuff. So, what are you looking forward to this year? Because you know, we're two months into sophomore mm-hmm. year, which is crazy. Like time has flown by. Yeah. But I would love to hear about what you're looking forward to about the future. And I've loved having this conversation. With yeah, you. yeah, no, definitely. It's it's been uh, an honor to be on the podcast. You it's know, vibes. Yeah, we've been talking about it for a while. But um, I don't know. I'm super excited about continuing to like strengthen my friendships with you guys and guys on my hockey team because you know, I last year I started off. Um, you know, meeting people, and I was like, damn, like, none of these people are as cool as my, like, high school friends, and yeah. I had to sit, and I was like, dude, you knew them for four years, you've known these people for four weeks, so it's obviously, like, it's just been getting better and better, um, so I'm, I'm super pumped and looking forward to continuing to grow these relationships just as much as my, my high school buddies, um, that, hopefully, I'm optimistic about getting into the B school. Hopefully, that'll be great. Yeah. <laughs> that'll be good. Yeah, decisions come on, like, two yeah, weeks. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, it's going to be awesome. I'm super pumped about that. Um, hockey, we have the best team in UNC history. Like, we have so many talented guys. One guy transferred from UMaine, which is, like, NCAA Division One. Okay, we nice. We had some, like, some guys that were being recruited to college teams that just wanted to come to UNC for a better education, like, we just like because we there isn't like recruiting that's not a thing for club sports and for everyone i play club hockey it's not like it's d1 or anything but um there is no like recruiting there's like our coach will reach out to people like hey you should apply to unc get in and then play hockey for me like he'll try to do that but there's no like scholarships there's no oh i'll give you whatever to come here we just got really lucky that we, we have yeah. we have s- some sick players it'll be year. a fun year yeah so i'm really looking forward to it looking forward to beating state again and again i'll try to be there for yep. those games for sure if yep. it's at pnc yeah. definitely yeah um so yeah i'm everything man i super optimistic and my, my little sisters are at gunnery now so oh, I'm, nice, I'm super nice. pumped about them being Both there them? yep okay yep so the twins anna was there with me last year my middle sister so there's three of them there now the twins are freshmen so um they're having a great time and i'm super happy about that i can't wait to visit I think I'm gonna go pick them up for uh, winter break, so I'll be able nice, to go see some nice. of my some of my friends that I knew, some of the younger guys. But yeah, so I'm super pumped for what's to come, man. Sounds good, dude. Well, I'm 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 glad you're in a good place right yeah. now, and you're doing super well, bro. Yep. And it's good to see you all the time, you know, yeah, like Delta Sig, all this all that stuff. So, I mean, if there's nothing else yeah. that you want to talk I'm, about, I'm I'll close good. this out. Yeah. Sounds good. Well, um, I appreciate you guys all tuning in for this episode. It's crazy, you know, like 10, 11 episodes down. It's, it's been fun. It's been a great ride. It's something that makes me happy, and I love doing it. I love – I've always been a big talker, so I love talking to people for Same sure. with me, man. It, I, I, I could talk, talk. I, could, I could talk forever, <laughs> yeah. dude. If, if we didn't have a school tomorrow, I might be talking for for more. But um, yeah. uh, just, like, I'm, I'm going to do something different. I'm going to give some advice um, or words of encouragement just for anyone. You know, we talked about some pretty – deep subject matter on this one and you know we talked about stuff like that with previous guests but you know i just encourage you guys to you know check in on your friends you know like i mean for most people they're the most important part of your life and you know they should be you know they're the people that bring you happiness same with your family same with whatever you do to bring you fulfillment so i just encourage you to just like check in on people and hope that you guys are all doing well and staying safe um this was coffee with connie jack's episode and uh thank you guys so much appreciate y'all thank you yes sir